As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the trio of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia. Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and things flapping their wings on we got time for a couple more so we'll go to um Bo and then jamie and then Nick. good Bo. Right, let's go to jamie first then can you hear me oh now you're good now you can't hear me yes yes you can we can oh, sorry um uh, doug i'm curious uh that's a good one hello everybody and welcome to a wednesday prime time edition of birds with friends the quarterback change emergency day after pod i am Bo wolf Joined by Marissa Morris, Zach Berman, and Sheila Kapadia. 50% of us rocking new Birds with Friends merch. Sheila, how you doing? Well, I know we have a lot of Eagle stuff to get to, but I have to take issue with you again mm-hmm. here. You know, you can't stop yourself from the barbs in the postgame pod. I mean, we're on the second year here. And you still don't, you know, you have to say things like, Shield wasn't doing anything last I, week. Yeah, I said this week, nothing. this week I said there was no, there no. was no reason for him to be yeah. on. No, you, yeah, but no, well, yeah, to remind everybody about the other uh, host of the show. Believe me, they know who the okay. other uh, host of the show is. So uh, you have to throw in the barbs about the previous week, you know. You know nothing about my work commitments, family You've commitments, got lots of work commitments, physical and mental health. I mean, I might have a lot of stuff going on, and so... Make it real simple for you. I'm not appearing on any post-game pods. When I want Whoa. to appear on a post-game pod, I will let you know, and I will show up. You don't need to go through this song and dance every week uh, because you obviously can't handle it. You know, you got to be this obnoxious little child and get your barbs in every time, and so we don't need to talk about it anymore. I'll let you know when I'm going to be on. Otherwise, assume that I won't be on. Okay, that's fine. All right. Um, will okay, you so then, in return— my, okay, uh, go ahead. No, I no. The answer is no. 
Uh, two, my deepest apologies for tweeting about Justin Jefferson's rookie receiving record. I mean, uh, something that you had already written about, you know, maybe one day in your heart of hearts, you can forgive me because you were clearly the only one who could have thought, well, I want to look up Justin Jefferson's receiving yards here and see what they're like. You know, like everything you do, it was just amazing. It was brilliant. I'm so sorry that I didn't read every single word that you had ever read. I mean, All right. the first Eagles. part Zach of Mercer. that article is that thing. It's phrased the same way. I think it was a little bit Tessitorian, and I think you should be apologetic. No. Well, your ego, yes, you with, with your ego, I can understand that because you think everyone reads every word that you ever write. Listen, I talk to you I for an hour and of, a half on a podcast I think Friday, of you the last thing I want to do and is Marissa then go as my friends as part of this show. That's the name of the show. If we're just birds with coworkers and, you know, that's that's what it is for you, that's fine. Well, just you can. I just hopefully one day uh, you can forgive me because it was just so brilliant and no one else could have ever thought to look something up. I mean, All I'm right, definitely going to take the bit news of uh, tweeting your tweets further down the line. There's no way that's going to stop. It's great. Yeah. yeah. But Bills fans taking it uh, like it's a real heart worth, like a uh, heartfelt tweet. It's fun. That's good stuff. There you go. Okay. Eagles. Zach, how you doing? Doing great. Excited for this podcast. A lot to talk about. Uh, but I will say, in honor of Jalen Hurts starting, as we discussed, Jalen Hurts on the sideline is like outside of the Carson Wentz-Nate Sudfeld conversations. That's what Marissa and I feel like tonight. We weren't on the text where you guys ar- arranged the, the color-coordinated birds with friends new attire. That was that was probably the text when when you were sharing... Some kind of inside joke, right, Marissa? So. Yeah. I think I think this is Bo plagiarizing my uh, outfit. Mm. Quite frankly, is what's happening here. I do not. You you Maybe cannot you cannot pretend that that tweet was not just a little bit, just a little bit tessitore. <laughs> I hadn't read your article. Well, that's even more. That's uh, it's it's you know. I'll take the knife out of my back. It hurts my pride a little bit. I've got a bit of a broken heart. Okay. All right. How many of my, which of my articles have you read today? Uh, what do you think of Nikhil Harry? You think he's a bust or not? Uh, I do, actually. Huh? I do think th- Nikhil Harry is a bust. Do you think Deshaun Watson takes too many sacks? Did you tweet today? all those out? I'm not so sure you tweeted every single one of those out. So they're all there. They're okay. on your feed. Well. I didn't retweet them like you retweeted mine. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's get to the Eagles. You guys, Sheila, you guys in the Capati house. Uh, Annoying you, little pest. You guys uh, dip your guy. beaks in some seitan? Seitan? No. So, uh, Zach, Jason, Kelsey, Fletcher Cox. <laughs> We've been I doing seitan tacos I, 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 lately. Uh, They've been pretty good. Well, should we start with not, the news? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that was the news, right? Oh, today, like, like, yeah. what we haven't spoken yeah, since. Everyone knows everyone about knows, you know. Everyone, everyone knows, knows Jamon Brown was cut. Everyone knows oh. that they. <laughs> I do want to get they added. They added Lane O'Hall. We should do some fanfic on what what you guys think right. Jamon Brown could have done in that Green Bay hotel. <laughs> I, I just got like it would have cracked me up if the first question that Doug today <laughs> was was something you know was something along the lines of like so 12 personnel do you guys think you're gonna you know play more of it this week uh, no I, yeah I agree with Shield everyone knows by now uh the the Jalen Hurts news Shield and 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 Bo both wrote great pieces Bo uh really outlined if they were to make a trade where he could go Shield showed all the options for Carson Wentz this offseason uh, there's a lot of coverage on the athletic right now. So 
And, and frankly, we've reacted to it quite a bit. Bo and I had to beat back and forth. We've been talking about, about this for weeks, and I imagine we'll talk about it on the show. But what Shield was alluding to was Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox both spoke to reporters today. And uh, I don't know if showing backbone is the right word, but, but we're individuals, right? Like, like we're willing to speak their mind. Jason Kelsey— That was very telling. Yeah, Jason Kelsey came out and absolutely had his quarterbacks back. And it was one of those things, I don't know the mechanics of it today, but I think Jason Kelsey wanted to talk because, uh, again, we're showing how the sausage is, is, is made, but we were told that there would be no more interviews until after practice. And then we got a text that said Jason Kelsey is about to speak. Um, and, and maybe it was planned all along. I, I So I, I, I don't want to say Jason wanted to do that, but... He was uh, everything you could want like a teammate to be, a leader to be, if you're another leader on the team, um, was outspoken about the problems with this team not being exclusive to Carson Wentz. Let me pull up some of these quotes here. Uh, but essentially, he, was, he said the offense is terrible. That was true. That was one of the things he said. Um, I, sh- I should have had them up in front of me. I apologize. You mentioned the coaches as well. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Big time. Multiple wow. times. Multiple times. He said, uh, uh, he said, we feel bad. He's the sole one taking the hit right now. Obviously, the entire offense has been terrible. The offensive line, running backs, receivers, coaches, you aren't this bad unless everybody shares blame in this whole thing. Later on, he was asked about the Wentz-Hurts dynamic and whether Carson, as we've discussed, might have been affected by the Jalen Hurts pick. And within it, it was a long answer. I'm not going to tell you the whole answer. But within it, he said, this more comes down to a failure of pretty much every position, including the coaches, to facilitate a functioning offense. That's the biggest story here. Not that Jalen Hurts is, is picked and there's some sort of internal battle and struggle going on with Carson Wentz. He said he does not buy that. Uh, and then he was, uh, when he was asked about, like, why the offense is terrible, he he continued basically saying, like, they should be able to manufacture points. Um, I'm, I'm pulling that up here. Uh, he, he said, I, I think if everybody knew the answer to that, we would have fixed it a, a long time ago. I think it's complicated. He went on to talk about the injuries. Uh, he said... We just haven't gone out there and functioned well. We haven't been cohesive enough, not just as players, but structurally. I think there's a lot of different things you can look at. And whenever you're this bad, it's never just one person. It's never just one position group. It's And it's never just players, coaches, front office. It's everybody, and that's the reality. Uh, so, yeah, he was uh, he was outspoken. And then Fletcher Cox, in his own way, uh, Fletcher Cox had a – there was a tweet yesterday <laughs> – Right where it was retweet this if you think Hurts should start. Which is so like funny. It if you think, yeah. it's amazing. Um, and so, and Fletcher Cox, uh, he he liked it. So uh, essentially saying when should should be the starter, and uh, he was asked about that today, and he finished his answer by saying, "My tweet is my tweet, and I stand with it." Which uh, we can uh, all. Which I I mean, Shield just we'll said the same thing basically. Weeks. Yes, uh, but he he said Carson's his 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 best friend on the team. He's he's my guy. I've always had his back since day one. Joan, he's my. Do you think there's also. someone in the locker room who is who is offended to hear that Fletcher Cox considers Carson Wentz his best friend, as opposed to like 
you know, does like Brandon Graham uh, the only one I, think that he thinks uh, he's his Curry best friend would, or something? Would, yeah, Vinnie Curry and, and Fletcher are, are, are close. They came in together in 2012. They've hung out a lot. I um, believe Vinny let uh, Fletcher borrow some of his sneakers. Mm. If my, Correct. Exactly. Yeah, Thank right? you for that reference. Yes. Um, that's from Is there anywhere we could read more about <laughs> you that? You can read about it on, on, on The Athletic. Uh, I want to give, uh, give you, speaking of things you could read more, written by Zach. Zach had a great, uh, you know, we were talking about the, the pieces that you could read about, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz on The Athletic today. And Zach did a really good job weaving together the entire Carson Wentz story and you know the way that this organization has built everything around it and he said yeah you know I, I really enjoy those stories where it's like digging up all the quotes and putting the narrative together that's what I did for the book which was just as good a flex as you can get and he said yeah and he acknowledged you that was a flex that was a big time book <laughs> no, flex but and where can no, we read that I, book anywhere books are sold holiday time um, you know actually, you, actually not anymore probably i, I don't know if it's in it would probably sa- read like science but fiction to eagles fans at this point c- certainly on well if, if you want to know uh, i mean not to get off or to stay on subject i mean if you want to know all the background with wentz in that 2017 season uh it's in that book but i i, I bring that up because you you mentioned the article when i was writing it and and i was like a few hours in and i i realized that I, I just wrote two paragraphs about a week four game in Detroit in 2016, and I'm like I'm way too into the weeds here, so I, so I, I need to start to to condense this. Uh, so uh, well, you do. You have the unique perspective of of being there. You know, the day Carson Wentz was drafted, the mm-hmm. day he was introduced, the day he got his contract, his uh, you know, his media availability at the Super Bowl. I, I can picture it in that little corner there, right? Uh, off to the side there it, it, on the stairs. And so all these different, as you put it, all these different benchmarks in his, uh, in his career. So, I, yeah, it was very well done. I have a quick uh, a funny Carson Wentz, like, uh, I have a, fic, uh, a funny writing about Carson Wentz aside, and I feel bad because we should be talking about Jalen Hurts. we got here, lots to as, get to. Don't worry about it. As, as you brought that up, so in, in 2016, when the Eagles drafted him, I went out to North Dakota. I spent some time out there. And um, I had found out uh, where Carson ate dinner on his last night in Fargo before going to uh, Chicago for the draft. All right, And, and what my story was was, was, was going to be like uh, how Carson's leaving this cocoon. So I, I wanted to go to the restaurant. And I, and I, I go to the restaurant, and uh, I ask, like, the – it wasn't the waitress. It was. It was. Uh, it was someone there. It might have been the manager. I, I. I forget. I said, "Do you remember where Carson sat when he came here?" <laughs> and the person looked at me like, "Like, are you, are, are you obsessed here?" And then I, I asked uh, what Carson ate. You start smelling and, the chairs. Uh, <laughs> did was, you say? Did you say you were a reporter? I did. I did. I. I, oh, I, okay, I did. Okay. But but like. Uh, I don't think they were used to to like this level of, of, of reporting. Yeah, reporting. They, they, <laughs> yeah, that that they never encountered the, uh, a sports writer of the year before. <laughs> no, not that. But but uh, when I asked where he sat, they were a little spooked out. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't blame them. But that's fair. Uh, okay, where were we on on Fletcher Cox? Yeah, so Fletcher, uh, you said Fletcher had his back. He's his best friend, that kind of thing. So, uh, so I two think this veteran is, leaders really taking his back. I think this today. is telling. Um, I mean, you know, this is not the case where this team, as a group collectively, is is you know blaming Carson Wentz. 
Um, and, and, and it's not even to the point of them saying, like, this was a fait accompli, like, we understand you got to make the move. I think it was a little bit more defensive that they didn't like that the move was made. Is that how you read it as well, Zach? I mean, I, I, I read it as, as Fletcher didn't. I, I read it as Jason Kelsey, like, understanding why it was happening. You know, he said when you're playing like this, you need to make a change. But I think Jason wanted to make abundantly clear today that this is not on Carson Wentz. That Carson Wentz is not the problem. And he made it sound like the a big part of the problem here uh, is, is not just the players, but the coaching as well. I, that, that's what really, when yeah. I saw you uh, tweeting that out, was very interesting to me because Jason Kelsey has been trotted out for every regime to basically defend the coach. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. it, you know, the end of the Andy Reid era, the yep. end of the uh, Chip Kelly era. And so for him to kind of include that in there, I thought was very interesting. I guess we shouldn't be totally surprised given the guys who were talking, right? You know, Fletcher Cox had that clip uh, on the sideline with Carson Wentz, the end of his rookie year, right? Well, I forget. What, what did he say exactly, Zach? Where, did he say we're winning the Super Bowl next year or something oh, like I, I that? Remember that? Yeah. Okay, I, I, yeah. But, you know, he had. I, I remember asking Wentz or uh, Cox about that when they actually were going to the, uh, to the Super Bowl. And so, you know, they, they kind of went on this ride up. Fletcher Cox gets a Super Bowl ring. They both get these massive contracts. So it doesn't necessarily surprise me that Fletcher Cox isn't uh, pining for Jalen Hurts to be out there as the starting quarterback. And really the same thing with Jason Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey over the years has been very honest about sort of talking about the, I don't know if it's the mental side, the emotional side of Wentz's journey in Philadelphia and watching Nick Foles take over and win a Super Bowl and then the next year watching Nick Foles take over and Wentz not uh, not having played in those playoff games and then Wentz gets knocked knocked out of last year's playoff game like I, I can remember vividly Jason Kelsey being someone who's been asked these questions about Carson Wentz and speaking honestly like yeah of course that's gonna that's gonna suck you know we all believe in Wentz all those different types of things so uh, I guess it shouldn't be that surprising. It is interesting, though, because you don't usually hear, you know, usually I guess you hear more of the, all right, whatever Doug decides is what we're going to do type deal. And this seemed to be a little bit in the different direction. I also wonder, I didn't I didn't take what Kelsey said as like anti-coaches, right? As like putting the blame on the coaches, just that like we all share in the blame here. And I also I also, um, you know, coupled with what Malcolm Jenkins said today uh, on his Saints press conference um, about like uh, the the management didn't want me there I didn't feel respected I wonder if there is is something where they realize that Doug has been put in this position uh, maybe unfairly and uh, yeah. it's not entirely his decision but he is coaching for his job and so he has to do this um, and they they maybe think that is unfair and, and it's a little bit um, you know anti front office I guess I mean, it could have even been more direct than coaching for his job. He has to do this. It could have right, been. Right, exactly. You're, do, you're doing right, exactly. this. Like, you know, it, it could have been uh, very direct there. So now, did he say anything about, uh, there are some questions in the chat. Did he mention, like, this would be weird for a player to say, but I don't know if he did or not, you know, the GM or roster construction or um, anything he, like that. I don't it was basically players yeah. and coaches, you mean, right? Kelsey. Well, well, no, so, so Kelsey was asked um, a, a question uh Along those he lines, he was asked about the Hertz pick. Yeah, about the Hertz pick, and and he very specifically said, like, you know, I, I, that's for the front office. I I I can't answer that. His 
his comments today were much more focused on the offense, the players, and the uh, you know, and the coaching. Um, but but he he was he was clear like how bad the offense is, and I I respected Jason for showing that that you can be honest like without uh, fear of of saying something you shouldn't say. Everyone sees it. He's a part of it. Yeah. You know, and 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 that's that's taking responsibility. I I thought Jason Kelsey showed a lot of leadership today, uh, and I thought if I was his teammate, I I'd be proud to be his teammate today. Someone in the in the chat is saying it's funny picturing Fletcher Cox just refreshing the WIP Twitter feed. <laughs> Very that, funny. Yeah, that is the funny. Thing, and I also right? like yeah. I also it's funny like I, I stand but like my tweet is my tweet like he didn't even tweet anything he just liked something. <laughs> he just yeah. liked something. Very yes. funny. Yeah, but I I have a feeling I, I, I that that Bo will be saying like my tweet is my tweet for three years the next three years about something well yeah only if shield tweets it first just on this podcast of like (laughs) you know 45 i would say um we also heard from jalen hurts today zach Mm -hmm. and we heard from doug peterson uh what did we what did we learn from those guys what did we learn from jalen hurts uh (laughs) oh my god i haven't heard you that sad all year long he's he's very thankful for this opportunity uh this is this is what he uh dreams of um, he, he did not get to tell his, his parents about this. Bo asked a good personal question, uh, asking, asking him, you know, who's respond who's most responsible for you being here. And, and he, he, he mentioned his, his parents, his, his, his father was a coach. And, uh, and Bo asked about the excitement Jalen had telling them. And Jalen said he wasn't able to, they found out. Um, the the most exciting does that timeline track to you? Because du- we heard that they Doug told them on Monday, on Monday and it didn't night, break yeah. until Tuesday afternoon. Maybe he didn't call yeah. to tell them. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Doug said. Maybe Doug said, "Don't tell people." Right? Yeah. I, and 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 he adhered. I I don't know. Um, but but uh, even but Fletcher it, Cox but, said that that he found out when everybody else found out. He found out, out. E- exactly. That's weird. Exactly. Yeah, isn't it uh, weird? The, I mean, they had meetings on Tuesday. Well, they weren't in the building, but they had meetings. They did have meetings on on Tuesday. It's a good question. It's 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 a good point. I mean, Doug. I I think Doug was the one who who had this message, who was conveying the message. Who you know? So that's good. That's a good question. Uh, it, it it is somewhat odd. Now the the most animated uh, Jalen Hurts was today was was when. Uh, he was asked about wearing Houston Astros H-Town, attire. Yeah, and he said he he's got a bunch of Philly stuff and Sixer stuff that he'll be wearing, but he also has to represent his hometown. And he said when he had the after his touchdown, and you know he he had his index finger and his pinky finger up on both hands. He was not doing horns up for Texas. That was H for H Town, meaning Houston. Mm. Um, that was the extent. Really, that Jalen Hurts was was willing to dis- discuss about most things. Um, he did not really go into depth. Uh, <laughs> was to, was to explain his <laughs> yeah his finger formation celebration <laughs> post touchdown. Yeah, he, he's he's very excited for the opportunity. Um, okay. He's very excited for the opportunity. That's that's essentially it. And and, and Doug Peterson, uh, Doug Peterson wants a spark. That I thought the most notable thing Doug Peterson said today was that he still thinks Carson Wentz. Uh, uh, can be an exceptional quarterback. 
And because to me, the biggest question uh, right now, and Bo wrote about this in his in his the day after story or or, uh, or column, I should say, is not who's starting this week, but who's starting week one next year. Like where are they going? And they, and that was the crux of Shields' piece today as well, uh, because. I'm of the opinion that that they're going to try to fix Carson Wentz. That this offseason is going to be about building an infrastructure around Carson Wentz. I really bored Jill here. Yeah, he lost um, to, Yeah, to, He must have uh, not read the day after either. <laughs> to, to support Carson. So uh, that's really fundamental to this. And I don't want to ramble. One quick thing. I think with this change, I think what this change will allow Jeffrey Lurie to do is assess whether the problem is Carson or, or, or whether the problem is bigger than Carson. If the problem is Doug, the problem is the offense. If Jalen Hurts comes in and the offense looks much better, then I think you can deduce that the quarterback is the problem here. If if Jalen Hurts comes in and the same problems are happening, then you say it's the coaching, yes. it's the play calling, it's the talent. So at least there might be clarity to that question. I think that's right. Um, I think that's a huge factor here. And uh, if if you know if we're looking to uh, mend fences between Sheila and I, we both like the uh, the term the natural experiment, and we get this natural experiment for for four games to see, you know, how, maybe how much of it is Doug versus Carson. Now, the the risk with that is overvaluing a four game stretch at the end of the season again, just like they did at the end of last season. Uh, but I I think it will be telling. I mean, if the offense looks just as broken as it did with Carson, then okay. I mean, maybe that's that's one. Maybe Carson is more salvageable than we would have thought. And B, now we have to decide how much of it is Doug versus the talent. Um, and if it's vice versa, if, if Jalen looks good, then, okay, maybe Carson is not, you know, maybe he is closer to broken than we were hoping. I think, I think those are, are reasonable um, conclusions to have. Don't you feel like stuff's already, a lot of this is already decided, though? I mean... Uh, you know, Mike, Mike Sando wrote a piece uh, on The Athletic. Again, if you haven't subscribed, I mean, theathletic.com slash birds with friends. We're giving you four stories uh, on this right now. Oh, a little, little sip there. Okay. Uh, but I thought it, you know, it was an interesting story. Basically, Mike Sando talked to a lot of people in the league and just kind of picked their brain about Carson Wentz. And one thing that really stood out to me in that, uh, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, is that every, it seemed like every exec was basically talking about like, well, whoever the next coaches you know they might want to do this it was like a foregone conclusion there like you know what one exec said anybody who's going to take the head coaching job there is probably going to say Carson is salvageable like there's not an open coaching job there yet. <laughs> That's I a mean, good point. Right. That's a very might, good point. Yeah. There, there might be, but and it wasn't just like one person. I mean I'll I'll try to look at um find no, that some was, of these that was definitely that was definitely the through line. You know it's it interesting you point that out there. And and that's an example probably of of like being too close to the story is that like I I've been operating under the presumption that there's gonna be a different coach next year too so maybe so like when I like when I read that I was like yeah of course it, but, it did yeah, stand like, out and it did stand here, here's out. You're a, right. go ahead here's another one uh, from a top exec says I would advocate tearing it all down and starting over do you want to do that with Carson do you trade Carson and play Hurts for a year and see where it goes because he can be a runaround guy it all depends. Who you hire as head coach? 
mean, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Has a Super Bowl winning head coach ever gotten less respect than this guy? I mean, he wins a Super Bowl. He gets no personnel power. They may, they they force coaching staff changes on him. Maybe now they're forcing uh, a, a a quarterback change on him. And everybody in the league is talking about who's going to replace this guy as the head coach at the end of the year. I mean, I, I agree. Like, if you ask me what's the most likely scenario, I think it is that Doug Peterson is gone uh, after the year. But to, like, kind of see it here over and over, I, I thought was pretty interesting. Well, and the flip side to that is the the um, narrative seemed to also be that Howie Roseman is not going anywhere. Um, and I think it was either in the piece or it was Mike maybe left it in the comments section that that's his uh, sense as well. But I, I still – I still am not so sure about that. I just, I think that the people he would be talking to would be more likely to think that that is the case. I think there is a presumption mm-hmm. that Howie and yes. uh, Jeffrey are married to each other. And uh, like I've said before, that's true until it's not true. And I think that, um, you know, the, the, you know the, the more that Jeffrey digs into this and the more he reads and the more he, you know, looks back on things, I, I you know, I, I think it's possible he will come to a different conclusion. The more he reads, are you specifically talking about The Athletic? Uh, yes, he actually is a big fan of the article that came out last week, which you may have not read, which was the different mm. uh, records that could be broken this year. There were 10 mm. records, he thought, uh, that were very interesting. So oh, yeah, he's a big reader. And Jalen Hurts' and, and record. Uh, unfortunately, uh, yes, that one's out. But Joshua Kelly caught both of his targets this week, so he's now 23 for 23. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jalen Hurts is a big fan of The Athletic, Zach. Maybe no, so. We don't, we don't know that. Well, I, I think that's right about Howie Roseman. I think if you don't have information to tell you otherwise, then your assumption would be that he would be back because he's been with the organization right. for 21 years. We, we've discussed this before. He's outlasted Joe Banner, Andy Reid, Chip Kelly, others that I, that I am forgetting right Me? now. And so that, that yeah, you, that, <laughs> yeah. that would be uh, your assumption would be that, all right, He's going to be Jeffrey Lurie's right-hand man once again for another head coaching search, and uh, they they will find uh, find a new coach to replace Doug Peterson. I think the the one nuance to the argument is is that, uh, and I'm not absolving Howie of anything here, right? Like Howie's record is his record, but unlike coaching decisions and um, the the big ticket personnel decisions that we discuss and that fans discuss, Jeffrey's involved in them too. Like so, so Jeffrey, uh, in real time, is hearing the conversation mm-hmm. and is contributing in, in at, uh, you know at, right. at times to that conversation. So I think that that Jeffrey might view the the personnel decisions a little differently than we do because I think you know he's he he sees I think that's an important he sees point. how that sausage is made. Yeah, I think that's an important point. And what was it? He takes copious notes. Was it in Sandoz's piece? Voluminous notes. Was it in Sandoz's piece or a different piece um, about Jeffrey uh, wants to be involved in the decision making, and that's why he would keep Howie because Howie lets him do that. Is that was that in Sandoz's? That was from McLean's piece. Oh, McLean's piece from the other day. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting thing. I I also don't think it's either or. Like you could find someone else who lets you be. Uh, have a hand in the decision making process but but like for instance he 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 know like he's he's in the draft room or and in those meetings right. and he and, and he knows uh are we not taking this guy because our doctors flunked him right are we leaning toward this guy because the coaches want him for the scheme right so 
understandably, all this is on Howie's record. And again, I'm not absolving Howie, but Jeffrey uh, has more information about what goes in to those particular decisions, such as like the DK Metcalf decision. Right. It seems obvious. Why'd you take J.J. Ortega-Whiteside over DK Metcalf? Well, he was coming out with a neck injury if, if, if your medical staff said one thing, and I'm not saying that's the case, but Jeffrey would essentially would have that information. Yeah, I think that's right. He is he has he has more information than we do. There's no doubt about that. And and coaching that's autonomous for Doug. Like like Jeffrey's not in the headset, so mm-hmm. so Jeffrey's not making the play calls that kind of. And thing. you know we can get into this again when if if it if it happens. But like the the pro, one of the problems is if you fire Doug and keep Howie, you know how much does that call the list of available candidates? Like of, do people want to come work for Howie? That's a good um, point. You know does that does that affect your your pool? Yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now, someone asked if Marissa ever talks, so I did want to get some smoothie mm-hmm. talk in, uh, the, the important stuff before we get to everything else. Uh, I was very interested in the smoothie recipe. Now, the cacao nib <laughs> I've used on like the top of an acai bowl mm, yes. as a topping, but uh, you just throw you just throw those bad boys in there and blend away? Yeah, um, and they blend pretty well, but it does add like a little bit of a crunch. I like a little crunch. Yeah. Oh, I like a yeah. little, yeah. It's like, uh, I like it's the like powder too, a... but I like the nib okay. better. I think right, well, yeah. we've we've got I might try the nibs tomorrow yeah now that I knew I didn't even know this was an option so you said <laughs> peanut butter cacao nibs frozen uh, banana hun- frozen banana frozen, you gotta take banana. the peel off um shout okay. out to Dennis's now, wife. how much honey are we how much honey are we talking about here? a little just like okay I don't really I just pour it sweetener? over and yeah okay a little bit doing and almond a milk? peanut butter yeah and almond milk what do you do? Are you doing an unsweetened chocolate? Uns- What's no, that unsweetened, unsweetened original. vanilla? Original, Plain. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got to go unsweetened. I mean, if you're going almond milk and not going unsweetened, like, what's the point? Yeah. You know? I actually like don't like the, there. I don't like the vanilla. Um, really? Yeah. Awesome. I mean, like, I, it's I find, okay. It's, yeah. you know, it's not terrible, but I like the original better, so. Marissa, <laughs> I, I just uh, yeah. want to be clear. You like the crunchy and you like the unsweetened. Uh, the unsweetened original. I was not looking at the comments section. I was looking at everywhere. <laughs> you just said that. Okay, so I just want to make that abundantly clear because that was an objective of mine tonight that, that I made sure when That's you spoke, funny. you had my undivided attention. Thank you, Zach. Whenever, Zach, whenever you start a sentence like, um, uh, you know, I don't want to be rude or I hope I'm not disrespecting, it's like the most exciting part of the podcast. I have no idea what's going to be coming after. It's that. like right. when it's like when he uh, when he said. I don't want to go too far here, but the hubris of this organization, the, the hubris. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was uh, old. Yeah, you were good on that. Um, <laughs> it was about Jalen Hurts, by the way. Right. So it all comes full circle. Well, I've been, I, you know, I was thinking about, you just said this, Zach. You know, sometimes it's, it, uh, it's, it's a little bit better to have a little bit of distance and not be so close. And I was thinking back to 2016, the end of the 2016 season, when – there was a lot of um, haranguing about like Doug Peterson as a coach mm-hmm. and like, you know, what, what is this team doing? And I was not following the team super closely at the time. And to me, it was like, this is much ado about nothing. None of this matters. They've found their quarterback. That's 
The goal, the entire goal was to find the quarterback and they've got their quarterback. That's all that matters. And now, like, who's going to be the head coach? Who's going to be the GM? All this stuff. It doesn't matter because right now they don't know who the quarterback's going to be. And that's the most important thing. So I guess I want to ask you guys, what would you do in terms of looking um, to figure out the 2021 quarterback? Would you? Do you think that Wentz is salvageable? Do you think there's anything Hurts can show you over these last four games to make you, you know, pencil him in as the starting quarterback next year? Or would you try to, uh, you know, give up everything and try to draft a a guy in the top 10? Shield? Well, I I don't think there's anything Jalen Hurts could show me in the final four games that made me say he's the the starter in 2021. yeah, I mean, if you look at it, you know, it's it's not complex math, but, you know, in, in my piece, and I did this during uh, the draft time too, that if you look at day two quarterbacks over like a 10-year span, there's like a 29, 30% chance that they're going to be either a starter or a competent backup. And so, like, I think a lot of the national conversation right now, maybe locally also, is like, all right, you know, Jalen Hurts, they're going to Jalen Hurts. He, You know, he could be their guy yeah. for the future. Right. Jalen Hurts I mean, is maybe, almost definitely know. going to be bad. Well, well I think that would that, be going a little far. As a starting quarterback, <laughs> I, I think it, like th- there's mo- th- yes, there's there, there's a seventy well, percent like chance yeah. he's going to be bad. Exactly. But if your yeah, expectation so, is that he becomes the franchise quarterback, your expectations are off, in my opinion. Right now, that's yeah. you know they they're they're rolling the dice with a five percent chance that that's the case, mm-hmm. but that's unlikely. Yeah, so I would now. Who am I in this situation? Am I am I new You're GM? Jeffrey. Am I Howie Roseman? Well, uh, am I so I'm able to just like clean house? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think that that is probably what I would do. I would view this as sort of a uh, way to start fresh, and then you know, once I hire my new people, I wouldn't hire them based on can you fix Carson Wentz? Can you not? I mean, obviously that would be part of the interview process, but I would hire them, and then I would say. What do you think? You know, because here's the thing. You cannot – the problem is you you can't upgrade the personnel around Carson Wentz for 2021 yeah. with, with your cap situation. Marginally, I right, mean, yeah. You, are, you're, you just don't have that flexibility. Yeah, you could draft a receiver in the first round. You know, maybe you add someone else. But it's not going to be like this completely different uh, surrounding talent around him. So, you know, I would want to know from the coach. I mean, there are coaches out there. Like if I had a – I mean, uh, I don't know, pick whoever your favorite play caller is. Like, let's say there's like an Andy Reedish type guy mine's, or a Sean Marty Morningwick. Okay. Or a Sean Paytonish type guy out there who you just are like, this person is a great offensive mind. And I think that is what they would probably want to lean towards in their head coach. I would say, what do you think? You've watched him on film, you know, watch all his games for over the last four years. Can we fix this guy? Is it salvageable? What kind of scheme would we run? How would we do it? How do we work on his mechanics? How do we stop him from fumbling? How do we get him to not uh, develop these bad habits in the pocket? And you kind of see what they say. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a crazy idea to bring in new people and say, let's keep it going with Carson Wentz. I mean, you've made a big commitment to him. Uh, his floor prior to this year, again, exactly. you're talking about a guy who even he, when he wasn't great, he was like around the 10th or 12th best quarterback in the NFL. And so that's worth something because if you have a great schemer, uh, you know, look at like the the Bose boy, Sean McVay with Jared Goff. I mean, does it, no one believes Jared Goff is a great quarterback there? I think what six, seventh in DVOA this year. Well, less need. Throwing, Mike, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, he was throwing the ball like three yards, three and a half yards a pass last game, and he threw for 351 yards. And so there are, you know, I'm not saying you got to go to that extent with Carson Wentz, but yes, coaching matters, surrounding talent matters. And so uh, I would look at that as a possibility. Now, if it if it felt like the whoever I'm hiring, the coach and the GM said, you know what, it, it's possible. I don't know that it's likely. And uh, our scouts are saying, hey, we love uh, whoever, Zach, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. Yeah. and <clears throat> you ended up getting like the third pick in the draft. I mean, we don't know where they're going to pick. That's the other thing. I mean, they could uh, be really high if they lose out here. And so if you have a chance like to get that listeners. guy, yeah, <laughs> if you have a chance to. That's a good uh, one. If, Dynamite if, dropping. If, if you, if you're high, uh, please uh, let us know in the chat. <laughs> but but if you see that guy, then I think you you do explore the trade market because it then you're not committed financially to Carson Wentz beyond 2021. Obviously, you have to eat a lot of dead money, but you know he's owed that 15 million guaranteed in 2022. And I'm sure we can get in the into the conversation which, which Bo wrote about and which we've discussed previously about the compensation, which I think is like. Uh, a really, really interesting uh, conversation. But if the compensation met your demands or what you were looking for, then yes, I would consider going that route, drafting a quarterback, going into 2022 with the new guy and uh, Jalen Hurts and kind of starting. And the complication is if you're going to trade in this offseason, you probably have to do it right away. You got to do it in those first three days of the new league year. Uh, So that complicates things. Like if you're picking at six or something like that, you don't know that you're going to be able to get the quarterback you want. Um, and so is it worth rolling the dice thinking maybe you can move up or you're hoping that one of those guys is going to fall and just giving up on Carson? That's a pretty that's a pretty ballsy thing to do. So, well, I mean, I think the most likely thing is that they bring back Carson. Yeah. And boy, is it going to be awkward uh, with Carson and Jalen Hurts again because, I mean, I think it's pretty fair to say that we all get the sense that that's not like the rosiest relationship between two guys. But go ahead, Zach. I just don't think they know each other well. Like that, you know, it's a. Yeah, but I I also don't think they've tried to get to know each other. Fair, fair. I mean, I. It's pretty, I mean, it's it's not uncommon. Yeah, right? I mean, that's not, it's <laughs> it not crazy. Hap- yeah. that, that happens a lot. And that's, that, again, that like all these things that the Eagles invited, that's exactly, like, they, sure. they didn't draft Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts was going to be happy to be a backup. The guy transferred because he didn't want to be a backup anymore. Like, well. Yeah, I, mean, yeah I, I thought people were kind of poking fun at, I, I think it was the Jay Glazer report that, you know, drafting Jalen Hurts ruined Carson Wentz's confidence. And I agree that's a step too far, but. I don't think you just dismiss those dynamics. I mean, this is a quarterback who there were, you know, anonymous, uh, you know, teammates kind of calling him out a couple of years yeah. ago. Uh, he, he has not had the easiest stretch and now you're, you're struggling and you brought in a guy in the second round who feels like he's the man and clearly feels like he can go in there and play a lot better than you at every turn. And he's getting mixed in and the coach is getting asked every week about why is, why don't you mix this guy in more? I mean, those things absolutely could have right. could have an effect on a guy. I don't think that makes him like soft or mentally weak. I don't think that's the number one reason at all for why he's playing this way. But is it a factor that when you're Howie Roseman and the staff, you have to say, uh, you know, this guy has kind of had kind of had a rough go here for a few years. Yeah. Maybe this wouldn't be the best <laughs> thing to do, to add yeah. to the locker room. Yeah, that is absolutely. We talked about that the night that they drafted right. him, and that is absolutely something. And I've seen the comparison about. to um, Aaron Rodgers. With Jordan Love, <clears throat> which I think is is totally an unfair comparison for two reasons: one, because you know Aaron Rodgers is already one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and two, because like the Packers do actually need to be thinking about an Aaron Rodgers succession plan. 
The Eagles did not right. need to be thinking about replacing Carson Wentz. It's not – they threw this – They just right, signed him. Right, they just they signed just him. They threw him. this monkey wrench in of their own volition. Also, you brought up that, that the Jordan Love thing. It's interesting that the reaction of both players was, like, entirely different, the public reaction. Aaron Rodgers was, was yeah. honest. Like, why would you do this, you know? Uh, I guess this means I'm not finishing my career with the Packers. Whereas uh, the the quote that that in the first time he, he spoke, the quote Carson said was, if I started doubting Howie now, I'd be doubting myself. Because, you know, when I signed Which that contract. Line, but... Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I do want to get back. <laughs> I, I, I do want to get back to this because there was something from Shields' piece after the draft that I had a question on. Uh, but you've been uh, holding to... you've been holding it in for six months. This wow. question? No, no. I, I I was reading it last night, and I actually had to change a line in my story uh, uh, because I I reread that. But anyways, um, to answer Bo's question, I think they're going. Uh, well, I, I I think the most likely option, and in my opinion, probably the best option, would be to try to fix Carson, try to change the infrastructure around him. Uh, now, I'll, I'll, I'll get to the draft thing, but the notion that you would go with Jalen Hurts over over Carson, I, I, I this is going to sound like a flex, but uh, I was on radio this morning, okay? I, I don't mean that as a flex. And I said um, that if I had to, if, if I had to guess whether— What show? What show? Uh, the Fanatic. I was on okay. with Bob Cooney. Um, I was on Oklahoma it, City radio this afternoon. They gave me some tips on talking to Jalen Hurts. That was helpful. Oh, nice! I want to hear those the guys. Tips, are I'm, yeah, uh, yeah. I I have a lot of questions about that. But Big um, flex. okay. But uh, yeah. So so I was uh, <laughs> so um, I I said if I if I had to guess whether um, Carson Wentz or or Jalen Hurts is a better chance of being a top ten quarterback, I would say Carson Wentz. And Definitely. I didn't think that. And and, and so uh, 97.5 um, Took that quote and, and put it on Twitter, you know. With with with. with Wait a second, tag. did Fletcher Cox like it? <laughs> Fletcher did not like he that. He retweeted. And I I was on the phone with somebody, by and I and I I got off the phone, and all of a sudden, like I opened Twitter, and there's all these notifications, uh, and I was. That's I, the flex. That's the flex. Yeah, that that's, yeah. that's the NBA. That's the NBA to NBA media flex. Oh, you people! I've called Bo out for this. Oh, you people in my mentions. Jeez, would you? Right, but anyway, I know. No, you, my you know, point. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to say that as a flex. I'm trying to say is when I said that, it didn't occur to me that that was a statement that was like ludicrous or controversial or what could you be thinking? Yeah. But that's the way it was interpreted. And, and, and like I said on the podcast the other night, um, and as Mike Sando wrote, like I think the view elsewhere is a lot different about Carson Wentz that it might be here because we see him all the time and, and, and just because of the, of the way this is going. And I think the view of, of Jalen Hurts might be inflated because he's the backup and he, he does some, some different things. But I think that, that, that Carson at 28 years old, he's under contract uh, with the skill set he has, if you if if you can figure out a way to fix him, I then that's the best option. Now that being said, if if you have the fifth pick in the draft, okay, and let's say the the top four in whatever order are the Jets, the Jags, the Bengals, and the Chargers, and uh, 
unless the Bengals and and, and Chargers trade, which is possible, right? Um, they're not taking a quarterback. So you have the chance to get the third best quarterback in the draft there. If it's if, a good, if you, that's a very great point, yeah. No, you're well. Cowboys yeah, no, as but well. You do, but but you would you would have to be worried about a, right. a, a about a team jumping sure. up and trading. Yeah. But if, if but but there are there are essentially four guys who are potential top ten picks. Um, and uh, Lawrence Fields, Wilson, uh, and, and Trey Lance. That's uh, Lawrence uh, Fields Wilson sounds like a, like an like an old time <laughs> like poet, or like yeah, like a, uh, a novelist. Yeah, and uh, look, I'm I'm not Dane Brugler. <clears throat> Dane Brugler had had uh, had Zach Wilson number two, which which I I found a bit surprising just be, but because I think I, I got a fe- I I just there's there's a there's a good chance Zach Wilson and I are not going to get along. Why not? Why not? Why? There's a comment about that in the chat. Oh, is there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why? What? I just what? went down the rabbit hole. Uh, I think we. I Why? think we probably voted different ways. <laughs> I, I mean, is there like evidence for this or no? I think there is. Yeah, I think it is a known thing. Oh God! Then for please, the love of our sanity, please do not draft Zach Wilson Eagles. We will do anything. Um, please. Uh, so, but but my but my point is 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 if you have conviction about any of those guys, then that's the better option because how often are you going to be drafting in the top ten, and uh, how often are you doing it in a, in, a, in a year when it's considered a deep quarterback class? So that if you have conviction in these guys, then you do it, but you don't force it. But I long uh, I guess long answer short, I think they go Carson next year, week one, with well, a different coach. I think that is like if we're if we're betting our turkeys, we're spreading our turkeys. I think we would all have the likeliest scenario as when says the week one quarterback next year. Um, but what what like if you just push it down the line, the uh, like the toxic situation they have created by the Hertz pick. Like let's say let's just fast forward and say they're both back next year. All of a sudden you've got like you've got a quarterback competition in the summer, and you've probably got. You know, your Fletcher Cox veterans thinking it should go one way and your Jalen Rager young guys thinking it should go another way. Like, you know, obviously there are going to be d- dynamics like that in any locker room. And that's like that's the coach's job to figure that out. But like it didn't have to be that way. Well, here's the other thing is that if let's say you do go this route and you say, all right, we're going to stick with we're going to give it a, a shot with Wentz in 2021. If he stinks again or if he gets benched, or if he gets injured, there goes all. Now he's yeah. now he's guaranteed fifteen million yeah. the following year, and, and now his trade value. Now now right. teams are saying we we have two years of this guy exactly. being terrible. We're not trading anything for him. Absolutely, are you crazy? And so it is a very uh, it is a very very difficult situation where you really are going to have to I think uh, lean on whoever is running the show and kind of just put your. Uh, you know, I don't know if you ask for a percentage of maybe, maybe they'll do the turkey game. Hey, new coach. Uh, I don't know who's going to who's going to be the new coach. I don't Brian know. Dable. Is, Brian, if, hey, Howie, hey, if Howie Brian, stays, it's Brian Dable. Uh, I would rather have Arthur Smith. But. Well, they, well hey, hey, Brian Dable has the same agent and Arthur Smith doesn't. So, hey, hey Brian Dable, uh, how many turkeys that Carson Wentz is a top five quarterback next year? How many turkeys that he's a top 15 quarterback? How many turkeys that he repeats what you have here? And uh, you can have a number in your head of what you need to hear of whether you keep him or trade him. I mean, it sounds funny. That's kind of like the conversation. Right. uh, They are going to. And that's uh, probably why what you just said, like, that's probably why if you get the offer. Like, let's say it's uh, 
let's say it's a 2022 first round pick um and a 2021 uh mid round pick that has conditions to be even higher or i guess vice versa let's say it's a reasonable package i think you probably got to take it because because the downside is you've got you've got a total sunk cost all right. Well, before well, we the get upside to that, though, yeah, the upside though. Of course, is, the upside is, is you have a top ten. You, know, you have a top, top ten quarterback. quarterback exactly. But, yeah, top twelve quarterback. Uh, before we get to that hypothetical, we do have some. You know, we talked about morning shows. We talked about birds with friends hosts. Uh, Marissa, do we do oh, we have geez. a little audio we can play? Back in the same capacity, you know, maybe there's some face saving move where they're bringing in uh, an entirely different new coaching staff or an entirely different. Uh, you know, draft day decision maker and, you know, promoting Howie Roseman with sort of a devotion out of responsibility. But um, I, I would be shocked if everybody comes back. Great stuff from Bo Wolf. Bo, I hope we can get you on again soon. You're terrific. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. All right, Bo Wolf, that was some really intriguing <laughs> stuff. Huh? Well, you picked such odd Zebra. Well, I didn't. I mean, it was a long interview. I had the whole thing, you know, recorded on my phone in kind of Bobo fashion. And so like five minutes before uh, the show, I had to just like <laughs> message it to Marissa really quick. But, you know, I thought the ending, Zach, right? That was worth it. I mean, Angelo that is huge. Like, a- yeah. and, like Angelo is the you know, that's the guy like there's if, if you're getting that from Angelo, first off. I, I hope your subs went up after that appearance. Like that, that gets people. Well, I feel like it. I feel like uh, everybody's already taken their good sub deal, so now they're waiting for the next deal. You know, that's oh, okay. that's part of our dynamic uh, right now. But, yeah, but I my, thought that but, was a good hit. Bo was bringing it. He, uh, I didn't get this. I don't know if it was my phone. I don't think my volume was up. But Zach, were you able to listen to that hit or no? Parts of it, yes. Okay. Yeah. See, I mean, I, I even listen. You know, he, he yells at me for I don't I didn't read a record thing mm. in time. I'm I'm recording morning show audio. You know, this is what it's like. What my dad does for me. So he yeah, can but send just to the just to make me look bad, uh, probably. Well, listen, motivation is uh, <laughs> off to the side. It's the actions that matter. Uh, Bo started it with the Davion Taylor joke, Zach, which is just, you know, classic, like, I don't care who the audience is or what yes. we're talking about. I'm just going to do what I always do. I would or, love to know, see Keith Jones's face with, in that situation. Which is exactly yeah, what my tweet was of your Bills thing today. Like, a tweet for, like, eight people. And poor Mike Sandoz, like... <laughs> Trying to tell me that you already tweeted it, like uh. Connor Hughes, you know, you got him with that one. But yeah, I forget what Angelo's introduction was, but Bo's the first thing Bo said on the air to I don't know what their ratings are. I mean, their their ratings are very high, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a very popular show. Yeah. Uh, Bo's first line, and Bo, had you been on the morning show before? I have been on a couple times, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well, his first line on this one was, "I thought we were going to talk about Davion Taylor." <laughs> Yeah. That is how he introduced I thought that was a himself. good a good opening bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, Did you test that one out on 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 uh, Rachel before the show? No, or? I didn't need to. I knew it was dynamite <laughs> right away. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now Chris Domingo, who is a uh, loyal athletic subscriber, uh, DFOP, he says he will buy fifty athletic subscriptions <laughs> if Howie Roseman is fired. I'm glad you caught so, that because I meant to say it earlier. We should hold him to that. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because, yeah, you know, he's a defop, so we interact. So if, remind me, Marissa, I've got to put this on you, on the producer. This is like the screen pass thing. If Howie Roseman ends up getting fired, remind me that there was someone who said <laughs> they would buy 50 athletic subscriptions. I'm going to send an email to myself right now so I All have right. it saved. <laughs> There's a question 
uh, about the protein, Marissa. You, you got any, uh, any whey protein in that bad boy? I don't add it, but I did see a no. comment about spinach, okay. and I do that sometimes oh, because yeah. you oh, don't do taste spinach. it. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, that's the only way to eat. That's the spin- how I'm yeah. getting my greens. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and then I'll yeah. and I'll and I'll uh, mix it, and then I'll put in more spinach because you know you've got more room to spare. So yeah, oh, and- spinach flex. No, I did not. not see that coming today. I still yeah, want your answer serving. on the seitan. You you guys eat seitan or what? No, is it is that how it's pronounced? Seitan. Yeah, I thought it was that, but I, I mean, remember I that it was uh, a everything. very easy final uh, word on the last spelling bee. Um, mm. But I think it's good. It brings. Uh, it, I'll it, do it on occasion. It takes no, the flavor I'm not a well. Big fan. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. I think it's pretty good. All right. Okay. What else we got? Zach, what about? How about what did you guys have for dinner what? tonight, Zach? Uh, I I had uh, shrimp and over salad. Yeah. Nice. So. I feel like you guys do shrimp a lot. Good for you. We get the we get the bag of, of that frozen bag. Oh yeah, that's like all yeah, yeah. yeah. it's all the it's all the shrimp that there is available in Philadelphia right now. Is that frozen <laughs> bag of shrimp, that jumbo shrimp? Uh, let's do got? a little. Uh, I can't I can't believe I'm uh, the one recommending <laughs> this, but let's do a little uh, little uh, turkeys to the kingdom about because uh, this is really all anybody you know cares about. Well, I get, you know they care about hurts, but you know how we let's just do it with the coach and the GM. Howie back, Doug gone. Uh, wait, no, we didn't. We did this last episode. I think we, did we? This, yes. I think we yeah. actually did Never this mind. exact same thing. See, yeah. well, see, what, see what happens. Well, when I, wait. Oh. So can I pick up the conversation real quick? Because yeah, I, I, go I, ahead, please do. I wanted to ask. Uh, well, Shio and Bo. I mean, is this is this is Shio now bringing the bit back and just you know taking taking my thing and repurposing it again. So oh, there you go. I respect that. Okay. Uh, so I went back to to read. Uh, I was I was reading a lot. A lot of things, and, and she'll. One of these after- days, Zach is gonna. Sorry, one of these days, Zach is gonna be the one to pull out a clip of one of us saying something dumb, and I think it's really gonna. It's really gonna be dynamite. <laughs> um. So so she'll after the draft. <clears throat> uh, essentially, I mean, I mean, this is this 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 wasn't quite you know Brandon Graham at Super Bowl level, but essentially like predicted that this scenario could occur, right? Um. In in his ten thoughts or however many thoughts it, it, it was, you said that, uh, what if the Eagles are, what's that? All right. Sorry. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, it must, it must just be like, uh, you know, I, I don't, maybe Bo put the person up to this, but someone did tweet at me yesterday and said, 10 things is, uh, is Ruben Ruben, Frank I saw thing. that. Yes. <laughs> I said 10 things. I can't freaking do 10. I can't tweet out Justin Jefferson records or tweet 10 things. Uh, or I don't have a mind of my own. I mean, really you people are a bunch of, all right. Anyway, that's pretty good. Zach, yeah, right, continue. Yeah, so, Sorry. so, so she'll, so at this point was, what does this say about what the Eagles think about Carson Wentz? Like, you know they're they're saying this is insurance and and whatnot, but what if there are doubts about Carson Wentz, and what if uh, if if this is a way to protect them from you know I, I think you said there's there's an alternative universe where like Carson is horrible, you know the offense stinks, and they turn to Jalen Hurts, right? Yeah, you wrote something like that, and uh, I thought that was fascinating um, <clears throat> to to read and and. And the way it, 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 I said I had to change my story is like I, I think it was 1:15 a.m. last night. I adjusted a line that essentially said um, like like the Eagles uh, never expected this to happen, 
Um, and and then I, I, I added in there or at least didn't allow themselves to admit it, you know, I'm something like that because I wanted to open up the possibility that maybe in the back of their minds, there was this, this sliver of doubt that Carson was declining. I personally think that they didn't account for this, this option. I, I, I've said that on this pod many times that I think they only viewed Carson excelling or Carson being injured. They mm-hmm. didn't, they didn't see Carson being horrible, but it, it, it sounded like you saw this could be a possibility. But we all no, t- we all no, talked I, about it. I mean, it was. I mean, we didn't think this was going to happen. Sorry. Uh, like Carson Wentz's regression is insane. Like nobody saw that coming. But mm-hmm. to not think that an eventual like quarterback controversy was an end road here was either dumb or naive. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's always going to be on the table when you draft that guy. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I I don't think they deserve credit, nor do I deserve credit for. Uh, envisioning this specific scenario. (laughs) I I thought, you know, and and especially them sort of given, you know, the reporting or what we've learned or whatever you want to say since then is I don't think that was the primary reason uh, why they drafted Jalen Hurts. I thought there were two, I thought there were a couple scenarios that were kind of, um, I guess, in that category. One was that I thought there was the possibility that Carson Wentz gets injured and maybe it's a six-game stretch, maybe it's a four-game stretch, maybe it's an eight-game stretch, and Jalen Hurts comes right. in and lights it up, and then all of a sudden, okay. yeah, you do because it's almost like the Nick, Fo- the Nick Foles situation, except now this is a guy on a rookie contract. Sure. And then I thought there was a scenario where uh, Carson Wentz plays poorly and you had the anonymous leaks which we've seen in the past saying well Jalen Hurts is really you know tearing it up in practice and you know Carson's a problem and that hasn't happened at all I mean it's really you know it feels like it's been quite the opposite where I I don't know that there's been any buzz at all about what Jalen Hurts has done in practice so I don't I don't think they foresaw this coming I mean a reasonable uh, take on Carson Wentz if you even if you did not think he was great uh, going into this year was that he would be mediocre. You know that was really what, what's so. I was hoping you were gonna, comments. I would no. I was hoping you were going to drop a thing. No, <laughs> abs- no, that was not. I was not going there. But really, I mean, that was like you. You would have thought the previous two years was the floor of Carson Wentz. That's what I thought. That all right. Maybe he gets a little. If he gets a little <clears> bit worse, <throat> if the circumstances get a little bit worse, all right. Maybe he's like the fifteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth best quarterback. If he's the fifteenth or sixteenth best quarterback this year, you probably have won the NFC East. Exactly. And like we're not even having this conversation. So this floor, um, I mean, really that game on Sunday was just like the worst of all of it coming together where I mean just the slow processing how uncomfortable he is in the pocket whether you want to call it um, seeing ghosts or whatever you know the hits kind of piling up and him sensing pressure that's not there and like the looking down and at the pressure looking down yeah. the eye level dropping as the uh, as the coaching people uh, like to tell us so all those different things really I, I kind of feel like that might have been the last straw you know I know you guys talked about that in the post game pod like why now I almost feel like that that eye level dropping and that constant, mm. he's just so uncomfortable. Like, I mean, really, you're just, you're putting, it's almost like putting him out of his misery. You're just putting him out there to fail. Like there was no scenario in that game where he was, things were going to click and he was going to figure things out. You've had 13 weeks of this and it was just getting worse. It had reached like rock bottom there. And so, um, you know, maybe that was why in that situation they decided let's make a change. And that's why there, there are, there are like staunch Wentz defenders who, uh, you know, I think our listeners or, or we get as 
commenters sometimes who are like vociferous in it's not Carson's fault, it's the offensive line's fault, it's the coaching fault. Like Carson has, it's not his problem, which might be true. That could definitely be true. But he is, we are not going to see a better Carson Wentz this year. And so there's nothing to lose. You might as well see what Jalen Hurts can do. It goes back to what we talked about in the beginning. You want the information. But like it, it just because it might not be Carson Wentz's fault doesn't mean he still needs to play these last four games. I mean, it's, we've seen enough. It's not, it was not going to get better this year. Now, do you guys? I'm 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 fascinated by 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 what you think. I said to you guys, Marissa, you can chime in too if you if if, if you want. Marissa's but, uh, definitely you guys think... out. Yeah. Marissa's like just freaking end this thing. Yeah, do you guys think I, I've produced like nine hours, nineteen hours? Do you of guys uh, think Howie Roseman regrets the Hertz pick right now, or do you think he's proud of the Hertz pick right now? Oh, I don't think he's. I can't imagine he's proud of it. He was so proud of it afterwards, uh... like. I don't know. Why would he think it's worse now than he did? Then, then that would mean that he thinks that because there's a chance he gets fired. Hurts really caused this. Yeah. If but, he if but, he thinks that yeah. if, if 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 he misread if he misread the potential effect it could have on Carson. I don't think that that was the driving factor. If Nate Sudfeld or were the backup of this team, I think Carson Wentz would have still played like crap this year. You disagree with that? I don't know. You know, that's the thing. Okay. I, I think it's I probably. Ex- I think he would have been. You know, ninety percent as bad. I can't explain how Carson Wentz went from where he was to where he is. Like, I, yeah, you know, I, I've seen it, and I've, I've written about it, but, like, I, I can't tell you from a football perspective how a player with, <clears throat> with, with four-year sample size and, and uh, of, of, like Shiel mentioned, the, the baseline was, was, was fine. It was good. Like, you'll take that baseline. And I, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And well, like, how are... that went from, from that to the worst quarterback in the NFL – I, I, I don't – there's no precedent for that. And I know that there are, like, you know, there are people who were like, Carson Wentz was never good. This is, like, who he always was, which I think, you know, it's a little bit reductive. Um, it's not the – like, we you know, we can tell from watching him that this is a different quarterback. Um, whether or not there were some – Objectively, that's objectively not true, I mean, right. by any metric. Right. He'd never played this. Well, it's like before. if you take out if you take out his third down and red zone success, mm-hmm. well, guess what? You can't just take that out. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's part of – uh, maybe that doesn't have a lot of uh, stickiness year to year, but that's also that's that's his full body of work. So if you took out Bose, like uh, you know, two stories that that that, that produced like thousands of subs, then you know, well, and I've you know, got you nothing that's that. got a thousand that thousand subs <laughs> except for uh, ones done of the same thing. <laughs> Except for what? I understood what he was talking about. He was saying taking <laughs> taking how how he did the Josh McCown story and other people took that model and did really well with it. That's what he was referencing. Oh, well, yes. listen, everybody uh, steals your work. We've learned. We yes. have learned that. <laughs> so right, you don't think? The, wait, wait. So you don't think Howie? Or, or, or so you do think? I Howie don't think. I don't think that. I don't that think she'll, he regrets it. Um, I don't think he plagiarized on purpose. I think it was he didn't read it and. That's what hurt is that, you know, just a friend of friend. It just hurt my heart a little bit. That's all. No, I, so, I look forward. I look forward to your uh, again, your uh, your feedback on my Nikhil Harry post. Uh, well, we'll see I, if I, I tweet something to... about it. And please do. Nobody else has. Trust me. No one's read anything about it. So, and so then, any bump you can provide is very welcome. And, well, uh, I'm not going to link it. You didn't link mine. I mean, Deshaun Watson, uh, Nikhil Harry, Jared Goff, any of these, feel free to just uh, tweet those out. I don't think he regrets it because, like, like he's in a situation where it could 
you know, it potentially looks smart now that you're starting quit. I, you know, that, all right, that's probably taking it a step too far, but like there's a scenario where it could save him comes in. Well, I don't, I don't think that, I mean, maybe, I mean, it's possible if, if Jalen hurts looks like, you know, Lamar Jackson, right. Then that's what I wrote in our, you know, I never wrote that in, in our beat back and forth. Uh, you know, when we were talking winners and, and, and losers, I, I said how he could turn out to look like a, a winner from be. this pick. And I, I, so, you know, it's a 3% I, chance, but yeah, yeah it's possible. I, st- I still don't, don't like the pick. And if, if you think it affected Carson the way reports have indicated, then it's a disastrous pick because it messed with your franchise quarterback. But if, if over these next four games, Jalen Hurts at least looks like a replacement level quarterback, there's a lot of value in a, in a replacement level quarterback on a rookie contract. And if, if that's the case, then how he did a good job evaluating, and that's good value for a second round pick. Yeah, I think that that's an interesting part of this. You know, I don't I don't think you want to read too much into Hertz's final four games, but if he does look like competent, you know, mm-hmm. like let's say he looks like the twentieth best quarterback in the league, then I, I do think it's even you know you can trade Wentz because then what you can do is let's say you get the fifth pick and the quarterback you like is not there. I mean, you could trade down, you could get more draft mm-hmm. capital, you could buy a year, you could target a quarterback in 2022. Like there's more things uh, you could do there. I know like fans probably wouldn't be thrilled uh, with that outcome. But if you, like you said, if you can get mediocre if starting he's quarterback like, play from him, that's a win. Who's a good, who's a good comp? Like, it's like half Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't know. If he gives like you level. Patrick's a free agent at the end of the year. If 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 he gives you Taysom Hill's last three games, would you take that? Uh, no. Well, uh, are you, do I get Sean Payton with that? <laughs> do I do I get the Saints defense with that? No, yeah. I would okay. not take that. Okay. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Like on, Teddy, on I mean Teddy Bridgewater is like the maybe the level. Oh, that would no. That I I feel like that would be pretty good. <clears throat> you like Teddy? I, well, see, I, I wouldn't like, say I like him, but that would be a, a very nice. I mean, he's definitely like well, yeah, you're right. He's that's he's like twenty, like the mediocre. Yeah, I don't use. I, say he's 15 I mean, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of. Like, I use Taysom Hill because they have a similar style play, right. like like Taysom. And because he's basically, yeah. I know he's starting now. <laughs> right. but before that, he was basically Taysom Hill on. Steroids. Yeah, this yeah. game, yeah. game Sunday's game is going to be yeah. just that Spider-Man meme where they're just pointing so, at each other. So here, yeah. so here's one for you. If 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 he's if he's Tyrod Taylor, okay. Um, who, God. you know, who, <laughs> quarterback I hate watching. No, who's, who's like, it's not a but yeah, I mean, who's, who's like, I mean, if he turns out to be Tyrod Taylor, that's like, that's a great outcome for well, the pick. Yeah. Like, yeah it, like, but, like Tyrod yeah. Taylor is a, is a replacement level quarterback in the sense that, that like mm-hmm. he's, he's been that stopgap guy in, in Cleveland was that stopgap guy with the chargers. Um, like, like it, he can't hold yeah, on to that for like more than yeah. a week uh, anywhere he goes. without getting stabbed. He's he like a great he, guy. Yeah. People do like yeah. him. Yeah, I I covered him in college. Yeah, big flex. Ooh, flex. I I have a lot yeah. of stories about covering Tyrod Taylor. Can we hear what's your best Tyrod Taylor story? Uh, my best Tyrod Taylor story was well, just, just isn't the it Tyrod? What's that? Isn't it Tyrod? No, there yeah, was he put. Oh, oh, did he change that? Was, yeah, yeah, he he only like a couple years ago. Who was the other guy we talked about? Tunyon, Robert Tunyon. Tunyon, yeah, he put he except yeah Taylor did it like even yeah, like he had eight done years, more, yeah. many more things in the league. Uh, this is great with these wireless. I can listen to Zach Syrod Taylor story while I go get a, <laughs> fill up my water. Uh, no, I, I don't have. It was just that um, like you talk about a quarterback controversy. Um, him and Sean Glennon were were splitting time. Mike Glennon's brother, right? Yes, exactly. And Tyrod. Uh, 
was like if he wasn't the full-time starter then he won the red shirt and you know they essentially lifted the red shirt and uh and said he was going to be the starter going forward and and you know they 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 sat Sean Tyrod was like he was all over the place that year that I covered him which was 2008 but he was like the ultimate winner like just found out just found ways to squeeze out wins they went to the ACC championship beat Boston College um went to the uh Matt Ryan's Boston College no this was um mm. this was the year after okay. uh and then went to the Orange Bowl that was fun to cover where they played against Cincinnati and um and uh Marty Gilliard Ryan- Cincinnati Oh Gilliard might have been, but Connor still... Barwin and Jason Kelsey were both there at the time. Okay, yeah, because I I remember, I I, I vividly recall that. Um, but uh, Tyrod's numbers were like so bad, or or just uh, so middling, I should say. But uh, he always found a way to make clutch plays at the end of games. All right, I think now one thing I wanted to ask about, unless you have something pressing here, Bo. It's a Howie thing, so just remind me about it so I don't forget. But go ahead. Uh, Peck Nest might, well, this is fr- from a comment here saying Peter King and Angelo fighting over both. So Peck Nest migrate, uh, you get three job, uh, job offers from the around the NFL podcast, uh, Peter King and NBC sports okay. and, uh, Angelo and WIP all are the same. Let's say they're all the same financially. Um, what are know, the roles? You like, do- I, I, am I writing for Peter King's like site or is it just a podcast with you have a creative freedom for all of those. I mean, you can't just like, you know, go in and take a nap, but, um, what, you know, what would, let, let's say they're all the same financially. Well, for the purpose of this exercise, like you could work remotely or, you know, you mm-hmm. could, that's, that's, it's not a factor of where you, where you have to live. It's that's just a national reporter, um, like factor uh, there, right there. Right. You know, like what's you're your, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can live wherever uh, you want. Yeah. What, what's your peckness migrate? This is for me. Yeah, you're the one who's getting. You're the one. Uh, getting I, mean, I think the Zach, migrates. Marissa are free to answer it as well. I Marissa is really. I mean, I don't think they better start giving her some like uh, promotions or giving her what she wants here. Don't you get the sense she she might not be long for this gig? Oh yeah, Marissa's <laughs> yeah. gonna have her own spinoff show that's gonna put us all to shame. Very, I need to start it in our soon. like. Uh, in our feedback things, we need to start like pushing her for promotion. Like, you better keep her happy. I just, yeah, I, 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 I want to ask either. one of these other shows to like record before and after. And she's probably saying these these birds with friends people. Like, yeah. first off, they they go on for two hours. They yeah. talk about the team they cover for five minutes. Um, yeah, they ask me way too many questions about my personal life. Yeah, so. I had an okay. hour and forty five minute podcast yesterday with nine people on it. So. This nine and nine oh. and this is easy i was i was telling you marissa the other day after after your fantastic uh stunt with the uh t-shirt reveal <laughs> that you were you were moving merch i way undersold it like it, oh, this weekend you sold so much merch so much of the the pyramid wow. scheme t-shirt merch it's unbelievable she's moving products it's 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 fantastic well it's all okay. going to a good cause so that's it's right a good thing so all grateful right. for Get- all the listeners uh, I think I would migrate. say the the easy call is the migrate because I I'm not a morning person I can't get up I can't be doing being oh, on the I air love doing at a morning show six a.m. every day that's not Seattle for me. once a week I filled in there once a uh, week I could t- do every day although okay. actually if you I guess if it's every day like you could get used to it you just totally yeah, change your habits you get used to it but all right but you're that's migrating a, that's a it. tougher okay. sell yeah um, I don't know I, those are those are tough calls. 
Well, you got to answer it. What do you mean you don't? I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna nest. I'm gonna nest the uh, safest long-term job, and that would be the NFL. Wow, working for Roger. Roger's gonna be signing his checks. What a fraud! Look at this company guy right here. Oh my gosh, unbelievable! First story: NFL did a great job with COVID. That's that's a good point. That's the best chance. Gave him the option to be on the radio. Stick it to the man. Every that's you're right. That's my easiest chance. The voice of the people. I know. I take it back. Actually, I take it back. Unbelievable! I pecked that. You're right. Sorry, you answered no. No, but I, 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 you forgot. I forgot oh about a factor. Gosh. That's true. I couldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I would probably when get fired. Angelo asks the questions. He asks the questions that the fans want to know. I would Bo probably wants get fired. to go work for the corporation. So that's a peck, right? and then I'll, I'll nest, uh, I'll nest PK. Um, oh man. So what about you? I'm not being offered any of these okay. things. What are you talking about? This was for you. Yeah. Uh, okay. my Howie point was going to be the scenario that you just painted, like. The, you know, we've talked a lot about the state of the Eagles roster, uh, how it is old, bad, and expensive, and they're up against the cap. They've got a lot of work to do. Um, like, their path to relevancy is like an infusion of young talent. And, you know, it, this goes to, like, Zach's point about the quick turnaround. You know, that is not Howie's skill set. So, you know, maybe that is maybe that is a reason to think that um, – Maybe that's the path to the promotion demotion, right? Uh, you, you bring somebody else in to run the draft because there's not a lot of reason to to expect that like the Howie run draft is going to deliver the kind of uh, like impact draft wise that this this roster needs. Well, I was I was asked by someone um, like like how could they trade Carson and absorb that type of cap hit when they're already so tight against the cap and. and 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 basically the the only way you do it is if is is if you say by trading Carson we're going into a complete rebuild like we're we're just stripping asset or or, or 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 we will eat the money this year right like we'll take it on the chin this year and just worry about what our books look like in 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 2022 2023 we we know we're not going to be a competitive team because we we don't have the resources to do it. We're going to get rid of our aging players. We're going to trade guys, and this is going to be a full rebuild with a rookie quarterback. That's the only way you can trade Carson. Like you can't trade Carson and think that you're going to have a competitive team next year because then you just have 34 million in dead money. Well, I do think that that's a little overstated, just because like crazy things happen in the NFL. Like you know, the the Washington football team has a chance to go to the playoff. Like the Joe Judge. Led Giants has a chance to go to the playoffs. Like, but like Shields said, oh yeah, well. I, but yeah, I mean, you I shouldn't mean, be if, you you shouldn't expect to be like a a contender. But like Shields said earlier that that they 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 can't get better around Carson like uh, in a tangible way this offseason outside of maybe hitting on a draft pick. But uh, so but it's not crazy to think but that if, you know Rager takes a jump, Fulgham sure. takes a jump, Goddard takes a jump. Exactly. The but offensive line God, stays yeah, healthy. Like, like yeah. you know. But I'm saying there's you, a, a scheme that actually gets people open. I don't know. But if you're trading Carson, you're committing yourself to a complete rebuild. Is 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 is, is my point. You're not. But what's a complete but, rebuild in the NFL? Yeah, I, mean, it could, I think you're really, just committing to mean, find trying to find a different quarterback. I think that's really the whole. That's no, the, I, I don't think that's the caboodle. You could, that's all it can be because they don't they can't get rid of any of these old people. I mean, the people they're going to get rid of, let's say Deshaun, Alshon, Ertz, Malik Jackson, like these are guys you're. 
almost 100% getting rid of regardless of whether right. you Right, the way to open up cap space is to the, be extending Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox. They like, don't have old guys who are who are good players who you can cut next year and get rid of them and get cap space right. and make your roster worse. They don't have those guys. Right. That's the whole problem. Right. That's the whole problem. They don't have any of those options. And but that's so what I'm that's saying. Why. Maybe they're cutting other guys and, and just taking right. all the dead money on the chin this year. Like, like we'll take our hit this year, pay the dead money now, and then it's not on the books after that. Well, you don't need to well, do that. Cap, I mean, like, yeah, Lane Johnson's going to be, be back. Same. Brandon Brooks is going to be back. Fletcher Cox is yeah. going to be well, I mean, he's the only sure? one who That's might what I'm not. Maybe you he's the only Fletcher one who Cox. might not be back. Yeah. Brandon Graham is going to be back, probably. Uh, maybe Roger McLeod is going to be back. Like, like, like you say, call about everyone who's, who's not on a, on a rookie contract. Right? You know, if, if you're not going to be on the team in, in 2021... I will trade you him. I'm sorry. In 2022, I will trade you him. You know, if if you if you're trading Carson, they don't have I, that much room. I don't Mike. think you're you're trading Carson under the premise that we're just gonna get a a, a, a better quarterback and things are better. I think you're cha- you're trading Carson to fundamentally change the, the future of the franchise. I think you're trading Carson because you think he is broken. Okay, I mean, all right. Well, let's talk about this. What I, I wanted to ask about the well, Bo, did you have like a did you already make your Howie Roseman point? I did, yes. You did. Right, did you sorry, did you have saying? a Squall 22 thought? Do we need to do that? I mean, do you yeah. have a question? Uh, I did, mean, I did watch. Did, did anything look different with Hertz? Did, I mean, that's the only question. Uh, I, I thought Hertz looked a lot like his his college tape looked like, which was that One uh, I do go, think he, he's a dynamic runner. He's a dynamic athlete. He's a fun runner. Uh, I think he throws well on the move. That was something I wrote in that piece that uh, Zach references is, is that he definitely can be accurate on the move. I think when he knows where to go with the ball, he gives guys a chance. Like he's not hesitant to uh, pull the trigger or give guys one-on-one opportunities. Even that Jalen Rager pass, you know, when he got rid of it, it's not like Jalen Rager had separated and it was a no-brainer. It was uh, kind of throw it up there. I think he has nice touch uh, on his downfield throws. And so I think that's what you will see from this offense. I think you'll see a quarterback inclusive run game. Uh, you know, a lot of zone read designed quarterback runs. I think you'll see them uh, get Jalen Hurts outside the pocket. And then I think you should see them say, hey, if you get one on one on the outside, go ahead and let it rip. And don't worry about, you know, going through two, three progressions that, uh, you know, take a look. If, if, it, if it looks like a, a muddy picture, if it's not there, what you uh, thought was going to be there, go ahead, take off and scramble. So I think that's what uh, you'll see from Hertz. I thought you saw some of that. Uh, I, I didn't really buy the whole, you know, he was going up against a soft zone type thing. I mean, mm-hmm. the throw to Jalen Rager, that, that's one-on-one against Kevin King on the outside. And he pulled the trigger uh, yeah. right away at the top of the drop, which is like yeah. not something we've seen Carson do. Right. Z- I mean, Zach Ertz was wide open. I, that wasn't like necessarily a, a, <laughs> a soft zone. Like that was like a, a zone blitz, I think, where uh, Zadarius Smith was dropping Greg Ward. I mean, that's, um, you know, a, a design play where he's kind of rolling to his right and Greg Ward uh, crumbs of, c- comes across the field there on an over route. Yeah, so I thought that was a little, um, little overblown. Um, so... We'll see. I mean, if, if nothing else, it adds a little bit of juice, right? It gives you a reason to sure. kind of watch and uh, see what happens in this game. My question was going to be about 
uh, Carson Wentz because this I think is the most, and maybe we can uh, we can end on this. It's already uh, past uh, 9:30 here, but the compensation question I think is like the most interesting mm. thing about this because it's normally with these things you can look at all right here were the guys who were traded. The you know this is what I do when I uh, big flex here have to do trade grades. I mean really it's it's a great honor. But when I look at those and I say those all right, get well, subs. Well, 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 I look at what did this team give look up? Look at him move right did, past that the, they do get subs. <laughs> what did previous teams give up for a similar thing? But this is like, you know, pretty much unprecedented. Like 28-year mm. quarterback, 28-year-old quarterback um, coming off a, a season as one of the league's worst quarterbacks who has been much better in the pre, you know, there's like so many variables. Do you could, you could easily tell yourself, watch this film, watch this offense on film. They suck. They're not doing anything to help him. You know, you could go the uh, Lewis Riddick route on national TV and say, look at the supporting cast around him. Look at all the errors they've made in personnel. He's only 28. I mean, yeah, we can get this guy going we'll, we'll easily get, um, you know, top 15 quarterback play out of him. And so, uh, you know, then on the other hand, it's, this is a rare time where sort of quarterback supply to a degree has outweighed Mm -hmm. demand. I was going to ask you guys this question. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton gets a million and a half. Jameis Winston is a backup um, this year. Next year, the free agent class isn't great, but you know, Matthew Stafford could become available. Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. Darnold. So there are like different um, types of options. So what, you know, let's uh, say water gun to your midsection. They decide we do want to trade him. Um, I guess you can name a team if you want to, but Colts. what do you think the Eagles would get back for him in a trade if you had to say right now? I think a first. I think really? I think a second that can turn into a first. Or or, or that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think a first or a second. Something like that. But there's this perception that like uh you're gonna have to pay to get rid of him. I don't which, think that. first it's of nonsense. all they wouldn't do. And second of all, it's nonsense. We defeat the purpose. Right. Yeah. Um I mean, there if if there's a team who wants Carson Wentz, I know where you're going. They're exactly. going to value Carson exactly. Wentz. Exactly. Right. No one's trading for Carson just like as an experiment. Like they're this trading for a, Carson. This isn't this isn't an Osweiler yes. deal, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. You're not adding him as someone in the mix. Like sure. Right. It's, it's it's not take a bunch of swings at quarterback. Yeah. It's we believe in this guy. He's our starter. Uh, he's not your stopgap either. Yeah. Like he's not right. like you're not drafting his replacement. Exactly. The right. contract is not bad if you yeah. view him as a starter. Um, and you're the trading team. So uh, I think it's really interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I really have no idea. I guess if I were, I would probably lean towards what Bo said. But, man, it really only takes one exactly. team. I mean, no one thought anyone was giving up a fourth for Nick Foles last year. Uh, a first for Bradford. La- yeah. He, he, no one would have thought Jamal Adams was going to net two first-round picks. You know I mean, what, really? All these- it's, it's, like, uh, it, it's like the initial Bradford-Foles trade. I remember being called into an office and told – that there's a there's we're trading Nick Foles for Sam Bradford, and there's a pick and, and what was it a second round or a second first round, round? Yes. A second round second pick round. The 2016 and, and, and we're it was giving the opposite up, and we're giving yeah. up a second round pick and I was like no that that can't be right it must be the other way because he's got this right. crazy contract we must be the ones getting the second round pick that doesn't make any sense nobody likes Sam Bradford right now and it was no like we really like Sam Bradford. We're going to pay for him. We value him as a starting quarterback. If someone's trading for Carson Wentz, they think that Carson exactly. Wentz is the answer. So, it, yeah, I think it will be, you know, 
a second that can turn or a third that can turn into a second or a first or something like that. It'll be a worthwhile draft pick. I was I was reading Bo's piece, uh, another great piece, how they went from thirteen to two, and it was interesting seeing in there the the quote that like everyone was like ninety eight ninety nine percent. The only one who was like a hundred percent sold on Carson was Frank Reich. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah. that that's interesting. To I mean, see. I, that is the that is like. All the other ones you have to sort of talk yourselves into. I sort of like the Patriots as a possibility because they've got cap room and they're not going to have a pick at the top of the draft and they need a long-term answer. And I think they're the kind of team that could talk themselves into, like, we know better than they do. We can fix this guy. He's got what we need. But the Colts, it's like they have a team that's ready to go that doesn't have a long-term quarterback. They've got all kinds of cap room. They've got – a guy who knows him and loves him exactly. like that is that is if, if, if there's a slam dunk that's it for sure so so well, it, the thing of, I, I was just gonna ask you rank these three like like I'm, I'm making you a GM or a coach someone who has final say on, the, on this well uh, let me say this on the oh, yeah. Colts real quick okay. the, the, the the interesting thing about the Colts is like they have they basically have to spend or they're going to spend like 20 plus million dollars on a quarterback next offseason mm-hmm they they don't have they have Jacob Eason on the roster. Yes, I mean they right. have nobody else on. So it's either bring Philip Rivers back. Philip Rivers made twenty five million dollars this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know for for whatever you think about Carson Wentz, um, you know his age and his right. upside is going to be a lot higher than Philip Rivers at thirty nine years old. So it's like if you're them, you say, <clears> would <throat> we rather pay? Let maybe it goes down to twenty one million dollars on a one year do- on a one year deal with Rivers or. I mean, you do get the four years with Carson Wentz. I mean, there's it's a upside two-year there. deal with two years. Two of years option, are guaranteed, right? exactly. but there are two more years. Right. So if it works out, then you're getting you're getting like a bargain if you really believe it's going to work out for four years. Now, obviously, you would have to give something up there, so you'd have to um, determine that. But that, to me, is why uh, they are the most uh, interesting team. Zach, Zach, go ahead. Yeah. So I'm 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 making you guys uh, the the person with final say. What the, a GM or coach, you're trading for a, a quarterback. So take away the free agents and mm. and take away the draft. You're trading for a, a quarterback. I, I come to you and I say you can have um, Sam Darnold, Matthew Stafford, or Carson Wentz. Who are you taking? What well, kind of team do I have? Like, am I ready to I, I lost like, win right I'm now? Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, Bo, <laughs> what, what? We, we all right, I hear you now. Yeah. Wait, what's Marissa doing? Marissa's what's up that? to something. No. She. Oh, I, I, I thought it says Marissa oh, yeah. sharing computer sound. Oh. Yeah, you got a drop for us? <laughs> no. How did that start? Mm. Oh, I don't know. I thought that was you. It I could thought have you been, and Zach were uh, plotting yeah. something. Maybe I, I was, never turned it off from mm. before. Wow. Okay. No. That could have. Yeah, if you were like listening to another podcast or something, <laughs> that could have. You know, really. Uh, Zach, can you hear us now? I I can be the the okay. the. The AirPods have been running out mm. of uh, of juice. So, uh, is are we? What kind of team are we, Zach? Um, you are uh, not like a playoff team, but a playoff hopeful team. Like the we're the Broncos. Exactly. Yes, you're the Broncos. I think the Broncos should be high on this list for Carson Wentz. Okay. I mean, because he's it, tall. Find out when John Elway. You know, maybe he's had a. I don't know. Oh, what do you think he drinks mm-hmm. there? couple Coors Lights doesn't he have his own like uh restaurant or something yeah yeah I feel like he's like I feel like he's like a a scotch in one hand and a Coors Light in the other yeah I mean I would really you know it's like um 
wait till he's had a couple and uh i would just call him every day at the same time <laughs> whenever he's uh when, whenever he's hit but I, I mean they are a team that is does fit that description if they got a quarterback who was good they would be a really interesting team they need team. an offensive coordinator but yeah yes yeah who's preferably not uh mm. Half dead. To sleep I was gonna say weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, I mean. That was a little harsher than where I went, but I won't say I disagree with that. See, but like to me, the the I think Stafford, I think Stafford might be more interesting to teams than 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 Carson. I think he will be. People like older. people love Stafford, even though I think yeah. it's a little overstated. But yeah, go ahead. And I agree with that. Yeah, really. Yeah. So I can we can we, up your can we be done once. with Matt Stafford? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would be intrigued. Remember when by... Andy Benoit was saying he was better than Russell Wilson, like last year. Come uh, on. I, I no, would be intrigued by. <laughs> I would be intrigued by Sam Darnold. Like uh, twenty three years old, you you get him for the fourth year of the rookie contract and then the fifth year option, if you know, and uh, and, and 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 you can see why it hasn't worked. You can say like he has a a lot of talent and it's the product of bad coaching. I would rather have Wentz than Darnold. I think. Um, I think Darnold is. I, I think Darnold is. You're bringing him in to compete. Like you're bringing in Darnold to compete with Jalen Hurts or whoever else. Uh, I don't think. I I wouldn't feel comfortable bringing in Darnold, expecting him to be my quarterback of the future. Whereas if I'm like if I'm Frank Reich and I have some familiarity with Carson Wentz, then I think I can talk myself into him being my quarterback. I think if it yeah I think if it were short term and the compensation's the state same I would go Stafford, Wentz, Darnold. If I was like, you know what, we want this person to be our quarterback for a longer period of time, and we're not winning a Super Bowl anytime soon anyway. You're the you Panthers. Prob- or, I mean, you, yeah, that's... you could probably talk yourself into Wentz over Stafford, but Stafford does give you that baseline of he's he's never had a season as basically as bad sure. as Carson Wentz has had this year, aside from you know. I'm looking at his rookie year. Wow, his rookie year was terrible. But yes, anyway, since then, you know, he's had like a decade's worth of whatever you would call mm. mediocre to uh, above average play. And obviously it also depends on uh, whether the state your team plays in is uh, you know, being very oppressive to the family members of the team. I don't know. Are there mask mandates or not? I know there's I something there I can't say I totally follow. So it was, uh, I get it. For the course, <laughs> as they say. He's ripping on Matthew Stafford's like, wife. Right yeah, I, 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 I mean, got that. Yeah, no, I understand. Like seriously, that part. Like, you're you're ripping on a on a quarterback's wife right now. <laughs> I didn't say anything of oh, the sort. I like this. I like this call out. <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is if people are going to make them their opinions public, then they get to be fair point. Brought back up. That's not. It's not my fault. All right. I mean, nobody if, hacked into her phone. Yeah. If that's the case, this show can cause us a lot of damage one day. So, like this, know, this already has show in general. <laughs> all right. See you guys. All right, Zach. What's uh, what's next? Uh, We're we still going to have a pot on Friday, right? Yeah, we'll see you guys in about thirty six hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we have a live show eleven thirty Friday. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a, a fairly typical week with the Eagles, except they have a new quarterback. Um, well, you know the injuries. The, oh, oh, the one thing I'll say to monitor is Jason Peters and Alshon Jeffrey. I'm glad both followed up on this today. Yeah, that was Doug weird, gave huh? A, yeah, well, Doug. A Doug gave a cryptic message that there could be another change on the offensive line. Out of week. nowhere, it was very bizarre. Exactly, and so Doug and so Bo asked, and uh, and and Bo has also asked about Alshon. He says he needs to see their health this week. Both were on the injury report, but pay attention to their status. 
they're going to need to see Alshon. Like, on the, you're going to look at Alshon and say, oh, they're going to be like, you're how old? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, he's gone. He's a calf injury, Alshon. So. Uh, uh, say I thought Isaac Sayamalo was terrible in this game. Yeah, what, what happened there? I don't know. That was there one were a of couple my film ones. notes. I'm like, this okay. guy's getting crushed. Uh, yeah, that's tough. The, He's the case. one guy they need. Like, <laughs> yeah. What, do you think uh, Milano was okay? We got to ask about okay. him every week. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. You know, he, the grades he, are like way too high. It's uh, very silly. No, He's I don't. Been fine. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he was great. I thought he was fine. He he, he does. He is fun to like move when he, you watch him move in space. You're just like, all oh, right, yeah. you know, you can you can see it. I can see I can see how an offensive line coach would just like watch him and be like, oh baby, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna mold this guy into a Hall of Famer. Which uh, anyway, I don't yeah, think I, you you never see mistakes of like uh physical mistakes right it's like it's mental mistakes or he or or it's a technique mistake like yeah i, w- I would be fi- i think if you go i think if you went into next year with mylata as your starting left tackle you could expect you know at the least like top 15 to 20 left tackle play from him with it with an okay. upside for much more you right. know I, I think he could be like a like really high you know and to zach's point before that's the one guy who i would trade is is dillard um, oh they're gonna say my, what are you gonna get for dillard i uh, you get a third for dillard maybe i don't know some sucker <laughs> hey, hey elway <laughs> we'll throw in dillard <laughs> change the conditions we'll give you dillard all right uh, well, thanks to everybody for uh, for hanging in with this. Oh, with get this. your reviews in. Don't forget to get those. Re- is this the week I'm picking two winners? Yes, well, it I is. I think I am. Yeah. All right, so Friday I'm picking two winners. And they take uh, we- a while to propagate those uh, Apple reviews, so, so get you better them get them in, right in now. soon. Yeah. We had a, a reader in the chat mention that uh, he already got the Pustificios. We had the, uh, t- yeah, the tweet. I hope it was the same guy who tweeted. That was a great tweet. Okay. I've been mailing those. Uh, mailing he stands those by the tweet. Boys out. He and tweeted so, what he uh, tweeted, and he stands by it. Leave your review, Apple Podcasts, and then Marissa will be picking two for us on Friday. And uh, remember to order your uh, Birds with Friends merchandise before. Yeah, you should. You the should holidays. put like the you should put the link in the uh, in the chat here. Should I do that? You know, I was going to do that, and I don't know if you can post links in here. If no. I, I mean, just go to T Public and search for Birds with Friends, or That's Google true. Birds with Friends T Public. Uh, all right, so that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to the commenters. Thanks to Marissa, Zach, and Sheil for their dynamite work tonight. We'll be back on Friday at 1130 and uh, on your feeds whenever you update them. For all of the crew, all of the co-workers, I'm Bo, and as always... We love you.